Hey there, Mama. Today we are chatting around home routines and particularly why why do we need routines? What's stopping us from being productive and what we can do to get more time back in our day? So if you are, whether you're a stay-at-home mom or working out of the home mom or working in the home mom, Let's talk about how home routines can help you where you are today. Hey mama, do you want to balance maintaining your home, cooking, cleaning, all the things you have to do as a stay-at-home mum whilst being present with your family? Do you find yourself up late at night scattered thinking about all the things you didn't get done and so need to do tomorrow? Is your greatest desire for your littles to know and love Jesus? Hey, I'm Elise. When I became a mum, I felt overwhelmed and wished that I could just stay on top of everything. I wanted to be there for my family and yet all these things still had to get done. I was worried that I would spend this time too busy and miss it. Until I found the secret, partnering with God even in our home life. In this podcast, you'll find tactical tips for homemaking, help for your low-tox journey, as well as biblical parenting so that you will find God's joy and experience His peace in motherhood. Welcome to Wholesome Mama. It's time to go grab your cup of tea, reheat it because you know, and let's get into today's episode. As a mum, our to-do list is never ending. You could wake up in the morning and tell me over 20 things that you need to do before you leave the house. Our to-do list is not just our to-do list. It is also our kids' to-do list, sometimes our husband's to-do list, our other kids' to-do list, and however many kids that you have, plus your own, plus maintain the home, plus all the other things. And we more often than not, keep this to-do list as a mental running list in our head. So we don't actually ever stop to write it down, but it's just a constant thing in our head going over and over and over again, what we need to do. Oh, I still need to unpack the dishwasher. Oh, I had clothes soaking in the laundry tub. I need to put them in the wash. Oh, I need to get the kids breakfast. Oh, that child needed it's library day at school, so I need to put his library bag in his backpack. Oh, it's it, blah, 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 blah. It is never ending. And so that is probably the number one reason why we need routines. Because we need to have some stability. And a routine, if you are like me, you hear the word routine and you freak out. Because it sounds really strict. It sounds super boxed in. It sounds really rigid. And I'm very much a spontaneous, flexible. So to me, routine sounds horrible. So that's why I like to call them rhythm because it's just a rhythm. It is almost like a habit stacking thing of getting the foundational stuff done, getting the bits at home that need to get done for the day-to-day operations of your home. And I know it, that sounds super businessy, but it almost has to be that way to be able to get stuff done. And as mums, as women, we are called to maintain the home. There's a proverb that says, by wisdom, a house is built and through understanding, it is established. 
Through knowledge, rooms are filled with rare and beautiful riches. And the riches that this proverb is talking about aren't so much material things, but things like a good godly marriage, things like strong children who are walking with the Lord, things like building a home and having a home that everyone loves and wants to be in, having your home as a haven, as I always say, somewhere that everyone knows they are safe, everyone knows they are loved, everyone knows they are seen and heard and knows that they're protected. So building our home and maintaining our home as homemakers and whether, whether as I said, whether we are stay-at-home mum or we're working in or out of the home, we are called to that. We are called to build our home. We are called to maintain our home. And we as the mother set the atmosphere. I spoke about that a few episodes ago on how to set a joyful atmosphere in our home. We are the ones who set the atmosphere. And I love that that proverb says, by wisdom, a house is built. And through understanding, it is established. Through knowledge, rooms are filled. So we need to be continually acquiring knowledge and skills from others and from the Bible around how to be a good wife and how to be a good mum. We need to be growing in our faith so that we are constantly having that as the foundation for our home and as the foundation for us to set the atmosphere in our home. I love looking at the Proverbs 31 woman and I'm going to do later on a full episode looking into that. So often we see the Proverbs 31 woman, the virtuous woman, as a to-do list, as a, oh, ma'am, this is a lot. But the Proverbs 31 woman is actually what, what this is. It's building our house. It's in action. It's wisdom and understanding in action. And I love it in verse 13, Proverbs 31, verse 13, it says, she delights in the work of her hands. And I love that. I love the image of loving maintaining the home, loving building our home, not like literally the walls and the floor and the roof, but building what is the nurturing, the environment, the love that is in our home and she delights in it. We can enjoy it. It doesn't have to be this chore. And yes, a lot of it is mundane. There's always washing to be done. There's always clothes to be put away. There's always dishes to be washed and put away. There's always toys to be put away. But we can delight in that. And so having routines and having, having these rhythms in our home sets us up to be able to take more delight in them. If we have a good functioning system, a good functioning rhythm in our home, then we can so much more easily take delight in the work of our hands in our home. So let's talk about, though, what is what are some of the biggest things that stop us from being productive as mums? 
And one of the first ones is multitasking. Multitasking, we have been told, we have been taught really, that multitasking is this wonderful thing where we can do lots and get lots done at once. But the problem with multitasking is we can't actually do it. We can't. Sure, as a mum, to a point, you have to. But have you ever really stopped to look at how well you can multitask? Really, in your home. So have you ever unpacked the dishwasher and then as you're putting something else away, you see that there is a um, your child's lunchbox on the kitchen bench. So then you pick up the lunchbox and then you go and put it in their bag for school. Then you see that, I don't know, maybe their bag is near the laundry and then you see that you haven't put the laundry on yet. So you quickly put the laundry on. Do you get what I mean though? You never actually came back to unpack the dishwasher. So actually breaking it down into a rhythm, into a sequence rather than multitasking. So unpack the dishwasher, finish unpacking the dishwasher, then deal with the lunchbox. Deal with the lunchbox and then deal with the laundry. Finish dealing with the laundry and then move on to the next thing. And that way you are actually getting so much more done. You're being so much more efficient in getting what you need to done. So you are actually being more productive when you make it into a sequence of multitasking, not multitasking, trying to get everything done at once. It's being able to get it done and move on, get it done, move on, get it done, move on. So that is one of the biggest things that is stopping us from being productive. The other big thing that is stopping us from being productive is not having a plan and just taking each day as it comes, which to a point sometimes we need to. Some days and with our child starting kindergarten this year, it has been one day at a time for that. But I have still needed to plan. I have still needed to know what is coming up because I can't be productive if I am too busy being reactive. If I'm having to put out fires and react to stuff, if I'm not able to be proactive about, okay, well, this is coming up today. Tonight we're going out for dinner. So that means that this afternoon when we get home, this needs to happen. That is honestly being proactive is how I am able to get done all that I get done in a week with two kids at home and one kid in school. That is the only way. If I don't have a plan and if I'm not, and absolutely I love when we go on holidays not having a plan and just we recently got back from a camping weekend where we took our caravan down south to a caravan park on the beach and I love not having a plan but when we get home in our day-to-day life it is so important to have a plan so not having a plan not being proactive when it comes to what is coming up in our week is another really big thing that's stopping us from being able to be productive in maintaining our home so how How do we have a plan then? If 
not having a plan is one of the biggest things that's stopping us, then having a plan is one of the things that we absolutely need to make sure that we can do. And it's honestly how we get more time back. We get more time back if we are being proactive, not reactive. If I'm every day having to react to things as they happen, being surprised by, oh, it's Wednesday. We have Bible study group at our house tonight. I had no idea. I forgot. How did that happen? Whereas I, if I be productive and go, okay, today's Wednesday. We have Bible study tonight at home. We're having people over for dinner. So this morning I need to put, need to go to the shops and get this food. And then I'm going to put it in the slow cooker. So dinner uh, will be ready. And so having a weekly plan at the beginning of the week, being able to look at our week and set it up, set ourselves up for a win. That is what having a plan is. And it is not to be rigid. It is not to be strict and feel boxed in. It's just to know what is on your calendar. (laughs) And even meals, if you want to really take it to the next level, plan your meals for the week. What are you having for dinner? You can swap and change and go, I don't feel like spaghetti bolognese tonight. I'm going to swap it with tacos and we'll have tacos tonight and spaghetti tomorrow night. So that's how having a plan can actually free you up a lot. And then another thing that can give you more time is having a morning routine. I was actually talking about this to a friend this morning and she was saying how she has been getting up 15 minutes earlier each day to sit in silence, to do her devotion, to have a cup of tea and the difference in her day. She's able to be way more productive. Her mood is a lot better. Her energy levels are a lot better. And it's 15 minutes, 15 minutes of her morning. And, you know, even with kids at school, and that's just for her, but with kids at school, I'm finding having a morning routine and it's it's loose. It's very loose with my kids. In the morning we get up. If it's before seven, they can kind of do some coloring or puzzles or have a little play. And then around seven is by the time everybody's up, we all have breakfast and we have breakfast together. We talk and then it's breakfast is over. Now we get dressed and it's just become their sequence, their rhythm in the morning of having breakfast. When breakfast is over, we go and get dressed. And then when we're dressed, we get our shoes and pack our bags and it's having a sequence. And it's like bedtime routines. You know, when our kids are babies, we get told how amazing bedtime routines are and how it helps them to know what is next, what is next, that now I have dinner and now I have a bath. Now I hop in my pajamas. Now I pick a story. Now I go to bed and that's how it goes. So they know what's coming. And that is the same thing that we can do in their mornings to help our mornings go a lot smoother. So that is how having routines, having rhythms and sequences around our house can really help us. But I know you're probably listening to that going, hey, well, can I have some examples, please? (laughs) So things like, The laundry, for instance, the laundry is a mundane task that not very many women enjoy doing, or men, not very many of us enjoy doing, 
But it is something that has to get done. If you want to wear clean clothes, the laundry has to get done. And so as the mum and as the homemaker, that is my responsibility. My rhythm for getting the laundry done is overnight, I will preload the washing machine and do a timer. We can do a delayed start on our washing machine. And then I put it on to finish in the morning when we wake up. And then I hang that out so it gets dry through the day. Then in the afternoon, we have afternoon playtime. I get the washing in, but I fold it as I get it off the line. And I take the basket inside and I put it away straight away. Then I don't have piles of clothes in baskets or on lounges or dining tables or wherever mountains of laundry tend to end up. But so that is an example of having a little rhythm. And that is just my rhythm. And I do that five days a week. And I do that even when I have I'm washing sheets and washing towels. That is my rhythm. And that one helps me to stay on top of the washing because I'm always just doing a little bit, little bit, little bit. I don't have to do the washing on the weekends because I don't want to. If I have to, I will, but I don't particularly want to. That is though how I can do that and not have, and it be done with, it be finished. Like we were talking about multitasking because we have that never ending to-do list in our head. So if I'm then seeing piles of clothes on the lounge, then I know, oh, We can't sit and do movie night because I need to fold the clothes. A subconscious thing in the back of your mind, even though you might think, oh, whatever, I don't really care. In the back of your mind, you know you need to do it. It is something that's constantly at you going, I need to fold the clothes. I need to fold the clothes. I need to do this. Oh, and I need to fold the clothes. So if you fold them as you take them off the laundry and the line, I just do it while the kids are playing outside. It doesn't take very long at all. I do it in piles. So I fold my husband's clothes first, then mine, then our sons, then the two girls. And then I go in, then the two girls' room, I go in their room first and I put their clothes away. They're on top. And then I go in my son's room. Then I go into my husband and my room, put our clothes away. So that is how having a super simple, that is not complicated at all, a super simple rhythm can help you to maintain your home and be so much more productive and not really realize how mundane the task is that you're doing. Another thing is cleaning the bathroom. Cleaning the bathroom has to get done. So I do it when the kids are in the bath or the shower. I wipe everything down. I don't do a super, super deep clean, but I at least will wipe everything over. So I know that once a day, it's getting a wipe down. The kitchen bench, for instance, I have a full evening, I call it the goodnight kitchen routine. Pretty sure I've done a podcast episode on it before. I have. It is the waking up already reacting, which funnily enough is one of the most listened to of the wholesome mama show. Anyway, so that is what I do. But during the day, if I make a cup of tea, when I'm waiting for the kettle to boil, instead of quickly scrolling Instagram, I give the bench a wipe over so I know that it is done. Then as part of if the kids are home, part of lunch when they're eating, part of packing away lunch is to sweep the floor. So it's just building these sequences, these rhythms 
to make the day flow so much better. And I hope that that has helped you and that you can take this and really think about what are the home routines that I can bring into my house, into my day. And maybe it's something as simple as having a morning routine. Maybe it's something like, I'm actually going to start planning out my week so I can be proactive about it. And of course, if you do need more practical help with this, I am still doing home and motherhood motherhood coaching sessions. And you can see all the info at wholesomemama.com slash coaching. All the info is there on the coaching sessions. But I hope that this has helped you to see a glimpse of being a homemaker and delighting in the work of our hands as we build our home. So be blessed, Mama, and I will be with you next episode. Well, that wraps up another episode, and I pray that you were blessed by today's conversation and really got something out of it for you to take into your motherhood this week. If you did get something out of today's episode, please subscribe, leave a review so I know that you're loving the show. You can also come and chat on Instagram. The handle is at Wholesome Mama. And don't forget, we have a Facebook community too with mums just like you who are in the trenches of mothering littles. So come and join us over there as well. The link for everything is always in the show notes. Have a beautiful week, mum. Be blessed and I will be with you next week.